Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Facebook ads, Facebook ad strategies to bulletproof your ad account for Q4. We're going to be talking about your Facebook ad account and campaigns. Are Facebook ads still working since the iOS 14.5 update? and how to prepare for Black Friday and the holiday season. All right, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, so like I mentioned, we're gonna be talking about Facebook ad strategies to bulletproof your ad account for the fourth quarter. For the past seven years, our guest has gone from freelancer contractor to head of performance at Inspire Agency. He heads a boutique agency uh, working with a handful of selected clients while providing service for paid social. In the last 12 months, he spent over $30 million on Facebook ads. Today, he's going to be sharing uh, his go-to strategies and learning about uh, different tips and tricks to help you do the same. Please welcome first-time guest, Maren Ishvanich. Maren, I hope I said it right. And like I said, if I mispronounce it, you go ahead and mispronounce Norm. All right, let's get to a word from our sponsor. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done-for-you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, where is the boy wonder? Hey. Son, son of a beardo. Hey, happy Friday. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Fantastic. And it's so nice to have you just feet away. I know. Yeah, I'm just just above your head. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I will be back in my regular space on Monday, though, unfortunately. So a little sad. But anyways, it's good to see everyone uh, <laughs> in the uh, chat right now. We have Andrew, uh, Rad joining us, CoolHand99, and Marsha. It looks like you just had a... An incredible 48 hours, Marsha. So congratulations. And uh, you want to give a shout out to Howard and restaurants and Tony Barlow. So um, great to hear. Um, love to hear your successes too. So if you if anything's going well in your e-commerce, Amazon business, let us know in the chat. We'd love to see and hear how you guys are doing. Good to see Connor too joining us. We've got a great crowd turning up. So if you have any questions about Facebook ads, um, and how to run them, any strategies, questions, uh, get them over in the comment sections. Uh, we've got the whole hour today, and uh, we also have a great giveaway too. So 
let us know get your questions in early and also your experiences let us know have you used facebook ads before i know a lot of us here are probably more on the amazon side but um, have you tried branching out to a facebook or other social media um, platforms and uh, let us know your experience and also don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel right down below and uh, smash those like buttons and join our Facebook group, Lunch with Norm, Amazon, FBA, and e-commerce collective. So links are all in the descriptions and great to see Claudia as well too. So got a great turnout already and uh, excited for today's episode. Okay, so one of the things, Kels, I want you to throw in uh, the comment section. You know what I'm doing here. I'm, I'm playing with Luke's uh, chopsticks. I still haven't put them away. Uh, so if you hear me fooling around with them, thank you, Luke. Uh, anyway, the, <laughs> the, um, there is a link. If you're in Canada, if you're in the Toronto area, uh, next Tuesday, Kelsey and I are going to be at an event um, hosted by Trellis. And it's a smaller event. Uh, it's in Toronto. Uh, it's free. And we've got some really great speakers there. Uh, just let... Uh, just sign up if you're interested. Again, this is uh, for Toronto-based. If you're in Ontario, you want to uh, take a trip down to Toronto. It's only going to be a four or five hour event, uh, but I think it'll be really well worth it. Okay, so questions about Facebook. I am sure there's a million questions about Facebook. I already see the people that are on here that are in the comments section. If you have questions, Marsha, Claudia, Connor, anybody who's listening right now, make sure you throw them in to the, uh, the comment section. And if you have comments about uh, how things are going on on Facebook, if you're having any difficulties or if things are just you're killing it with something, let us know. I'd love to hear it. OK, so sit back, relax, uh, grab a cup of coffee. Enjoy this episode. Marin, where are you, sir? Hello. Hi, how's, hi. It, how's it going, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. Actually, end of the working day for me because I'm based in Croatia. I guess it's uh, right about lunch for you. So we are six hours, six hours of difference. Wow. Okay. Well, very good. I didn't know you were from Croatia. Uh, Croatia. Um, yeah. yeah. This is a first for our podcast. So uh, you should you should get a lunch with Norm mug. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I don't have that one <laughs> with me today. But uh, okay, you know what? I'm really interested in kind of your journey. Um, you know, to you, you, the journey from what you were doing to actually breaking out from that freelancer position into head of performance over Inspire. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. It actually goes. Uh, uh a bit less in the past so like i was on my senior year of college and like i was trying to figure out what to do with my life should i like get a job in my profession which is computer science or pursue pursue a soccer career like the first one wasn't fulfilling enough or exciting for me although i was good good at computer science uh and i was good with soccer like there's not much dedication and you depend on so many other things whether you're going to succeed and end up going pro but somehow in the middle of that, I saw a job, uh, job ad for a digital marketing apprentice. I read the description of the position. It looked super interesting to me, but I didn't know what, what actually that was. So I started learning everything about it. I like went on the internet, started watching YouTube videos, going to the Google support literature, 
like reading everything about Google Ads, like trying to understand it better. Uh, luckily, I had a friend that was kind of like doing that for a while. So I reached out to him and I said to him like, okay, can you, can you teach me about Facebook Ads? He said like that this is like a perfect perfect time because I needed someone to kind of help me with setting up the campaigns and stuff like that. So I started working with him like literally every day. I was like like with him. I was asking like why are you doing this? I saw that you should do this differently. Why are you doing this? He was like super patient. I'm super grateful for to him for that. Uh, but with time, I started, I was manageable to kind of like lead the campaigns on my own, to have clients on my own. I started working as a freelancer and like shortly I connected with Matt from Inspire Agency, where I currently work as a head of performance. So it was a bumpy, uh, bumpy journey. I first started as uh, like leading a couple of clients, but like that we had some ups and downs. But with time, I kind of like was good enough uh, to handle the client on my own, like from the campaign setup, for, from writing the ads, optimizing the ads, scaling the ads. Uh, so yeah, currently I'm head of paid. I'm kind of like lead media buyer. I have a couple of uh, people that I manage that do their own ad accounts. Our agency uh, kind of grew uh, pretty much in the last couple of years because we had success with some, pa some past clients. So yeah, I'm here currently head of performance, uh, two-time geek out speaker, which is one of the largest uh, conference for media buyers and e-com uh, owners. Oh, very good. Yeah, I guess they just had a geek out just recently, didn't they? Yeah, they did in, um, I think Nashville. Nashville was the last one before that. It was in Miami in May uh, where I was a speaker. Now, Geek Out, any listeners, uh, you know, you don't know Geek Out. I think that's Nick Shackelford's uh, yeah, um, exactly. event. Nick is a close yeah, friend. Yeah, it's of awesome. Yeah, it is definitely. awesome. Uh, he's done a great job with it. And uh, if you've never gone to a Geek Out, you should check it out. Uh, it's one of these events that a lot of Amazon sellers uh, don't attend because they don't know about it. We're hopefully going to have... Uh, those geek outs in our events uh, calendar so you can check it out. But I would highly, highly, highly recommend that if you get something in around your neck of the woods, uh, check it out. Now, I am curious because uh, Facebook, I hear so many things about Facebook, good, bad, and ugly. But one of the things um, that is, you know, constant is it's constantly changing, right? So two years ago, your strategies would have probably been way different than what they are today. Am I correct? Yeah, you're like 100% correct. Uh, before, like you could realize, uh, you could kind of like let Facebook do everything. It was just important to have like a good ad. Like you would target, targeting was like way better. You could kind of like segment users based on, based on the income, based on what they do uh, as a job in their lives. So like everything was super easier. Unfortunately, iOS 14.5 update changed that. So let's talk about that. Can you still, so, is, is Facebook still worth it? Like what were the effects of iOS 14.5? Uh, 
So like iOS 14.5 happened uh, last year in, I think, April, May, something like that. It definitely changed the, the, the landscape. Uh, nobody knew, know, knew what would, uh, like what we can expect. Uh, but the main thing was that users can opt out out of tracking, uh, which makes uh, data passing back to Facebook uh, like not so, let's say not so relevant. Facebook doesn't have much data whether someone bought or someone did not bought. Potentially, before we could exclude people who, who bought, but now with the iOS, if the user opt out, it could be end up uh, user seeing the ad for a product he already bought. So like basically opting out of tra tra traffic, uh, opting out of tracking is not beneficial to the marketers because they have like the data. But from my side, it's not beneficial to the user because they are seeing a lot less relevant ads. And like for me, ad is annoying only if it's not relevant. Right. But I would say that good marketers survived. So like the kind of the skills you need to have as a Facebook uh, media buyer changed uh, after the iOS. So it's not really much important, like what targeting are you choosing? It's much, much more important, like your uh, market product fit, how, how are you kind of like positioning your offer? What kind of messaging are you doing? Uh, how are you testing the funnels? Do you know your audience well enough uh, are you testing like angles, uh, different angles you can reach out to them and see which kind of makes more sense? So like Facebook ads are only cherry on the top. They're only amplifier if you have a proven market fit and your audience wants your product. That's the kind of like the main switch. I would also say that um, since the Facebook has like a lot less data, now in the platform we see the results that I mean, the results look worse, but uh, revenue of the brand stay the same. So basically, it's not the business that was affected. It was Facebook ability to show exact data uh, was affected. And like the biggest, uh, I would say, update is that like only super niche brands were pretty were hit pretty bad, because as I said, Facebook has less data. It's harder when you kind of do the targeting. Facebook doesn't have data. It's hard to find that potential prospect that would end up buying. So I said, like, I would say that's the kind of like the biggest update. But Facebook ads still work. I mean, in the last 12 months, our agency spent over 30 million on, on ads for, for our clients. Now, have you noticed that uh, you have to put a lot more money into it or is it your product has to be a, a certain dollar value before the the ads uh, work now with the new update? So definitely like CPM cost per thousand impression is going up. So basically ads are more expensive. You have to definitely your product has to have like proven market fit. Uh I would say that uh, it needs to be like your average order value needs to be above uh, uh, five uh, sorry fifty bucks because like it's hard to get something profitable if it's uh, below fifty bucks. It is definitely expensive, but as I said, it requires a lot more testing, a lot more uh, changing your messaging, trying to kind of like find that perfect angle that your audience resonate resonate with most. All right. So even with 
I want to be clear here because a lot of people probably are very worried about the the updates that have happened. They've heard horror stories. Uh, you're saying that it's still good. You're starting. You're still seeing profits being generated with an average fifty dollar item. I mean, at least fifty. We have some clients that are that have AOV. I don't know of sixty, seventy. We have some that have like AOV of three fifty. Obviously, it's that like feedback loop of getting a potential client to buy a product of like let's say three fifty. Like it's harder. Like nobody would buy that product like just on one click. People would go after to do Google. They will check the reviews and stuff like that. But definitely Facebook is still generating that demand and like in collaboration with Google ads and like other channel, it, it still can be profitable. Okay, so what are some of the most important factors when you're uh, building out uh, your ad campaign in e-commerce or driving it over to an Amazon uh, product page? So as I said, like the most important factor is definitely proven market fit fit as Facebook ads are just amplifier of your uh, of your good product. And also, as I said, offer, how are you positioning yourself? How are you positioning your pro product? Let's say it's not like we had like totally different results when we introduced buy one, get one offer than compared when we had 50% off like that buy one get get one offer definitely kind of like sounds more exciting to the users so like just switching that offer made all the changes but as i said like it's super common answer but like testing testing your website testing your copies testing your angles that's most important of course there are only three things that we can control amount of traffic we can get to the website which is usually like facebook ads that obviously depends uh, how much are you paying uh, your CPMs? Uh, it, then like CPMs depend uh, what campaign objective are you using and who are you targeting? Let's say if you want to reach women that are like, I don't know, let's say 30 plus and interested in skincare, you're going to pay, I don't know, CPM of 50 bucks compared to, let's say, reach people, uh, reach men uh, in U.S., uh, that are interested in football because to target women there are like a lot of there are a lot of other competitors that are targeting that specific group so then you're gonna pay more because there's more competition as i said that affects your uh your cpm then you have to have pretty good ads to get your to get users to kind of like stop scrolling on the feed to notice your ad to potentially click on your ad so basically, that's the first thing we cannot we can control the amount of users we are getting to the website. Then we can control AOV. Uh, what we suggest is usually kind of like if you have a product that's up below fifty, like bundle it. Try try it combining with other products so you increase your AOV so uh, that the revenue is higher from the from the each click that you generate. And the third thing is uh, conversion rate. So basically, there's a lot element. There, there's a lot of element you can add on your website to increase your conversion rate. Let's say adding trust badges, uh, having like potentially free shipping, hassle-free returns, uh, show that you are 
accepting different payment, uh, let's say PayPal, different cards, show that other people had, uh, other people that bought product are satisfied with the product, show their reviews, that all, that all helps with the conversion rate. So as I said, amount of traffic we are getting to the website, AOE and conversion rate. Those are the three factors we can control and we try to increase each of those to uh, increase the overall revenue. That that's great. So those three um, those three factors there, everybody listening, are key. And uh, if you are setting up anything, so let's say you're you're setting up fa- your Facebook campaigns. Uh, you're new and you're fa- uh, you're setting them up. What are certain things that they should be doing? Like we've got these three items, but is there a certain way that they should be setting up their actual campaigns? Yeah, actually, actually there is. So. On Facebook, uh, you get what you optimize for. So Facebook is pretty good giving you uh, what you choose as your campaign objective. So this would maybe look, uh, this would maybe her, uh, sorry, this would maybe be a bit funny, but if you optimize for a video views, you would get only people that will watch your video. If you optimize for, let's say, landing page views, you would get only people that would click on your ad, land on your website and do nothing. If you optimize for add to cart, like this is the the funniest thing, but you would get only people that would add to cart and they would not end up buying. So number one thing is what we use for our clients is always optimizing for purchase. As I said, like 100% of our clients are e-com stores. They want to increase their revenue. but So we always optimize for purchase. That's our end goal. So... Yeah, that's the kind of like number one advice I would suggest to anyone who is starting with the Facebook ads. Obviously, there's a lot more uh, parameters you can set, but uh, other advice would be uh, to run on auto placement. So when advertising on Facebook, you're automatically advertising on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, audience network, which is network of apps. And usually people kind of like want to segment only let's say facebook feed or instagram feed because they think they know better than facebook but facebook is pretty good in like showing the ad at a certain placement to the user that's most likely to convert so that means like if he thinks that someone seeing an ad in messenger would is is having like is more likely to convert you will see an ad there also uh the goal is to have a format of the creative that's native to the feed, uh, sorry, native to the placement. So let's say if we are running an ad on a feed placement, we want to have a video that's, let's say, one by one. So it takes most of the screen uh, space, both on desktop and both on mobile. But if we want to show an ad on, let's say, Instagram Reel or Instagram Story, Uh, We want to use 9x16, which is vertical format, because it's a native to the the placement. So when a user is scrolling, uh, he will see a video that looks perfectly fit to the placement. He might not think it's an ad, and he will potentially uh, end up clicking or sending it to friends or something like that. So that's kind of like third advice. Have your uh, format of creatives let's say, aligned to the placement you're advertising. 
The third thing, sorry, the fourth thing would be to kind of like use retargeting campaign properly. So with Facebook, we can kind of like segment users who have been on our website, segment users who added to cart uh, or stuff like that. So basically we want to treat our audience differently. If it's not the same, if you never heard about my brand. So if that's the fact, I will show you a product demonstration ad. I will show you how the product works, how it can help you. If you potentially engage and watch, I don't know, 50% of my video, but you did not end up clicking, I will show you some unboxing video to kind of like see what would be like if you, if you get the product. I will show you, uh, let's say, a review or testimonial video to kind of like see why, people, why, other, why other people are liking this product. Potentially, you would click and end up being on my, on my website, but you do not end up buying. Then I know, okay, if someone was on my website, but he did not buy, there's a certain reason why he didn't, he didn't buy. So I would try to kind of like overcome those potential objections. I would use, let's say, copy that says, uh, we, we offer hassle-free returns, we offer free shipping. So like some, something is potentially stopping them, uh, from buying usually those are like those kind of uh, objections they have like ultimately it always comes down almost always comes down to the to the price so we at the end we offer a discount because like potentially that can that can get them to convert when you're creating the ads are you driving the traffic directly over to the amazon listing shopify listing or you bring them over to um, a landing page and trying to get them into a funnel? So, yeah, it really depends. Uh, we have clients doing both. Uh, when we have a ad that's super specific about the product, then we usually uh, lead them to, to the listing on Shopify, which is kind of like a product page. If we have a general ad that's talking more about the brand and like showcasing different products, we lead to a home page. But when we want to test different angles, let's say, uh, I don't know, some skincare brand, and we want to test whether it makes more sense to kind of like have, a, have an ad that says like, if you use this product, you will look younger, or like, if you use this product, you will be healthier. Then we create a specific landing page, and then that landing page is aligned to the ad which kind of like communicates the angle or the messaging. So then we can compare which, which ad is kind of like getting more attention on which ad people are engaging more and clicking and ultimately really which ad uh, and the funnel is uh, generating more purchases. Okay, very good. All right, we're getting close to the bottom of the hour and uh, just wanted to remind people if you have any comments, or if you have any questions. So I'm, I'm seeing a lot of our regulars on here near, if you've got questions about Facebook and I know you're an advanced seller, so <clears throat> would love to hear the comments or the questions or Connor or any of the people that are on here, Marsha, Claudia, um, Cool Hand, Rad, Andrew, if you've got questions uh, about Facebook, it's the time is now to talk. And if it's just an introductory question, that's fine. If it's just a really great uh, comment or just something that you're not sure of, this is the time to ask those questions. Now, kind of leading to our way, we have got a really 
fantastic giveaway, a one-on-one -on -one session, an audit um, with Marin. So do you want to talk a little bit about uh, what you're going to be doing? So basically, if any of you guys is running uh, Facebook ads and already have uh, accounts set up, uh, we are offering uh, with all, like to one, let's say, lucky winner. Uh, we are offering a free audit of your ad account. So basically, you would provide us view access. We would check all of your campaigns, check what are good things that you're doing at the ad account, what, what are some potential mistakes, what are some potential improvements, and you would get like a free, uh, let's say, free document with all the things you can improve on your, uh, in your ad account to maximize your efficiency and increase your revenue. I'm going to, I didn't ask you beforehand, we kind of just kind of went right into the past four, but let's say um, a person uh, doesn't have an, a Facebook account. Would you, would your team be able to spend a bit of time on a one with one kind of discussing uh, some of the tips or tricks of uh, being able to build out their account? So usually, like we often, we usually work with the brands that are spending at least 30K a month. So basically that's 1K per day. Uh, but like providing some of the resources, how to set up your ad account and like how to, how to start, what campaigns to use, if you have an existing e-commerce, uh, that is something we can organize and provide some resources to, to kind of like have that process uh, more streamlined and uh, easy as possible. Perfect. All right. So I've already seen some hashtag Wheel of Kelsey's coming in. So if you want to join and, it's, and you've never watched this podcast before, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, and you will get entered into, you'll have a second entry. And with that, Kelsey, press the button. Let's hear from a sponsor. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors who help keep our podcast running. The Lunch with Norm podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Goldstein Patent Law, Honu Worldwide, Netfluence.co, Video Telepathy, Startup Club, and Dragonfish Brand Management. I just want to let our sponsors know you're awesome. Now let's get back to the show. All right. Okay. So let's start talking a little bit more about any other strategies that you can give uh, to the audience today. So we've talked a little bit about a, a couple of different things, a couple of different setups, um, what to look for. What are some other tips or strategies that you might be able to provide? So let's say, I mean, this is something that would potentially be interesting because we are closing to the uh, approaching Black Friday and holiday yep. season. So like that's usually the most exciting and busiest time uh, for an average media buyer on Facebook ads because like that's the time when all of the brands are starting to advertise. Even the, even the ones that are usually not advertising, they start to advertise because they know uh, people are more inclined to buy. People are waiting for they for those deals. They know something good. Uh, the the biggest uh, the biggest discount of the year uh, would be available for some of the brands they are uh, following. 
so all the brands start advertising my suggestion is like be prepared for that day like nowadays brands are starting to advertise black friday offers even earlier we have some of the clients that start that started uh advertising like five ten days ago because they know they can reach out those potential customers uh earlier and earlier and they want to kind of like out let's say they want to kind of like be their competition to to, to those potential customers my advice is if you are starting if you are advertising now for a black friday make sure everything uh is set up whether it's your website whether those are your email your offer that like your site-wide discount is already set up or you have a code that is working properly because you don't want like the last the last thing you want is uh people on your website and they have some glitch on your website then then they cannot buy so like that would be my number one advice uh second advice would be like potentially try with uh with uh let's say messaging that's kind of more related to the gifting because a lot of the people a lot of people are buying uh buying products for their families for their friends for their kids they know the holidays are coming and they want to kind of like uh make opportunity of a good deal so potentially you can switch the messaging on your website that is kind of emphasizing the gifting deal potentially introduce buy one get one to increase your overall revenue but you're still offering them a good deal that's like from the aspect of a website and the offer from the aspect of uh, facebook ads uh usually as i said cpm rise during november because uh, there's a lot of new advertisers and their like competition is uh, higher so cpms are higher but you know that those people are more inclined to buy so we expect conversion rate to increase as well uh so definitely set up some ads for your retargeting audience because people who are already familiar with your brand uh they are easier to convert uh they know your brand they know your product they are just waiting for that deal so make sure to have uh ads at least for the retargeting audience yeah that's one of the things that we try to do as well it's a post pre uh, black friday sale and telling everybody that you know we, we tell them about our black friday or cyber monday sale but what we're showing them is hey if you book now you'll get an additional 5% off or an additional X off. And that way we also start to plateau our sales because I, I don't know about you or any of your uh, accounts, but what I normally will see is a dip coming into Black Friday because people are waiting for the sales. I want to make that more of a plateau for over the month. So I'm willing, depending on my what my break even is, or if it's a, uh, let's say it's a reusable product, right? Or um, uh, a recurring product sale, um, then I'm, I'm willing just to go much higher um, to just get people to try the product and then come back. But uh, you're right. Um, repeat customers. What better than going after your repeat customers if you're not tracking that or if you have no way of doing it, if you're doing it some other form, uh, you're losing out. You're losing out on huge sales because it's so easy. If somebody loves your product and they see that there's a special on, these are people that may have already bought it at normal price. They love what you're giving. 
And then even to add it on to what you're saying is bundle it. You can bundle it. So I sell soap. <clears throat> One bar of soap is not going to do it. But if I bundle a three-pack or a subscription or that with a soap dish and a back scrubber or whatever, now I've got something that's well over 50 bucks, you know, more in that $75 range, and people go for it. They like, they don't mind that price point. I would lose my shirt on a $10 bar of soap on Facebook. Um, but just, again, I'm kind of going down different rabbit holes. The main point is, if you're going out there and you're giving even more prior to Black Friday, you'll plateau your sales. Um, any thoughts on that? Yeah, exactly. As you said, like there's usually a dip before Black Friday because people are like waiting for the good deals. That's why brands started introducing their offer uh, sooner and sooner because they want to kind of like avoid that dip. Uh, so if you have a capacity, if you have inventory, I suggest to do the same. Make sure, as I said, that you're prepared with your website changes and your email flows. Um, and yeah, the second thing, as you said, like bundling, usually the most important factor like in the making, making the offer for the Black Friday uh, is bundling. Because like if you give, let's say, 30% discount, you are eating your margins. But if you do a 30% out of your bundle, out of three products, you are increasing the AOV. So those margins are not hit so much as when someone buys one product. Yeah, and another strategy that we use. Uh, so we, we might have soap scents that don't sell, not because they're not great scents, it's because well, I, for example, I have a really uh, beautiful honey almond uh, soap, but a lot of people, what honey and almond? Kind of, uh, I don't know, but I can guarantee that probably somebody tries it, it's going to be the best. Um, like it's a sleeper. When you, when you try that soap, that'll be your soap for sure. Um, so we'll take the slow movers or what we think are really incredible scents and we'll put them into a gift pack, which it's bundled, but it's not a single scent. It's bundled with our other soaps that might be slow movers that we want people to experience. So that's just another way of, of using an ad, putting a custom bundle together prior to Cyber Monday or Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yeah. That's oh, and the other perfect. thing too... Oh, one other thing too is don't forget you can cross promote with other companies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would say that uh, like email campaigns are pretty good uh, during your uh, Black Friday period because as you said, people who already know you are going to be the easiest one to convert. Now that you mentioned that uh, some other pro products like slow mo movers, we also do like free gifts. Uh, let's say, uh, buy this and get a free gift like it is valued i don't know 40 bucks but you are giving it away for free it creates a like sense of a value to the user yep. and they like kind of like feel super appreciated by you also one thing that you that brands can do is like let's say they wanted to increase their aoe so instead of bundling you can say like uh buy three get two or i don't know buy five get three soaps so like you're again incentivizing them to buy more and you're giving them away free so you're kind of like 
combining that uh, high AOV with the free gift and like it's great for you regarding the revenue. It's great for user because they're getting a great deal and they still feel free appreciated because they got a, a free gift. And I like what you said much earlier on in the uh, episode is about making the posts about gifts or gift oh again for the soap we would it's a perfect stocking stuffer so you know we could start targeting that or our three pack or our five pack they're perfect they're gift wrapped ready uh, for gifting and if we can start targeting targeting that that's just a one up because we know if that person gives it they'll probably come back to the website now the other part to this too is something that um, a lot of people might think about is are you able, especially if it's um, a recurring uh, type of product, are you able to create a subscription out of that? Now, I, uh, you can use subscribe on, uh, and save on Amazon, but if you're driving the traffic to Shopify and you can create a, a, either a subscription. Now, here's something. So you might have a, uh, an, a Facebook ad going over to Shopify and it might be for your $10 bar of soap. Or you could create a quarterly subscription. So now that brings that bar of soap value up much higher or it's just a one-time annual fee. And these things have to play around with. So we, don't, we try not to sell single bars. We try to sell three packs and we try to sell three packs in quarterly payments. So now we've got that uh, average uh, uh, order value up to a hundred bucks. And then we have an annual sale of over $250. So, you know, it's, it's all trying to get that extra sale. And it's, if it, if it can be done using a Facebook ad over black Friday, uh, that's where your sales come in for the year. Yeah. I mean, definitely like relying on subscription product is getting like uh more and more pop popular with the brand it's kind of like affecting your aov so you know that like on a front end you can allow yourselves to maybe be unprofitable but you know somebody's gonna buy like let's say three four times on average that one product so that you're still and uh, ending up with uh with a profit right okay i know we have a, a bunch of questions but if there was one tip trick strategy that you haven't mentioned but you gotta what would that be so i would probably repeat something that that i already said like treat your treat your customers differently based on what level of interest and what level of your funnel they are optimize for what you want to get if you want to purchase optimize for purchase and make sure to have the ads uh, look native in the feed, in the platform. So like there's no point in uh, putting horizontal video on your Facebook, uh, let's say on, on TikTok, sorry, on uh, Instagram Reels because that native is just like, it will feel funny. Nobody would, people would just scroll past it. Okay, very good. Okay, we have a bunch of questions. If you do have a question, throw them in, there's still time. If you uh, are interested in our giveaway today, which is awesome, hashtag Willa Kelsey, tag two people, and uh, you'll be entered in for this audit. Um, 
I think, uh, Kelsey, why don't we start uh, talking about some of these questions? There's quite a few right now. And we can't hear you, sir. Yeah, we have some really great questions here um, that I'm curious about, too. Um, first one is from Connor. Uh, Connor is asking, are there any free sites or softwares to consider for Facebook ads? So actually, Facebook has its own like uh, library of courses. It, it, it is called um, Facebook. Um, I cannot think of a name. But um, there's like kind of like whole course on like how to set up campaign, what campaign to use, how to optimize your ad, how your ad should look like, how to set up your tracking, how to look at the results, like basically, basically everything around Facebook ads. Uh, if you just let me just try to find it. Wait, Facebook e-learning, is that it? Uh, Facebook Blueprint. Facebook Blueprint, yeah. Yeah, okay. so basically you would get like heaps of like uh, courses, like mini courses, like uh, around a certain topic. And you basically just choose which one are most interesting to you because they have a like section for people that have uh, local businesses. They have a section like how to set up an ad, how to optimize. So basically you find what kind of like makes more sense to you. But I would say like how to set up the ad account, what campaign to choose and how to set up an ad. Uh, something around those topic would be the kind of like good starting point. And like on yeah. YouTube, you have like a lot of, lot of people uh, explaining their strategies, how they uh, achieve their success, sharing case studies and stuff like that. I have another, um, just to, to add on to that, all your competitors, you can find under their library section. Yeah. So you exactly. can find out their ads, like what you're, what they're doing right now to successfully beat you. <laughs> and, and you could do, they're all there under their library. So check that out. It's a free resource and you can see exactly what your competitors are doing. Yeah, exactly. That is something that uh, Facebook added like maybe a year or two ago. So if yeah. you find a brand, you just like you just type their name and you can see all the ads they are running, what copy they are using, what image, uh, what headline. Obviously, there are kind of like some tips and tricks. You go like you scroll like past months, uh, like let's say two, three months ago. And if you see, if you see that, that ad that is kind of like launched two months ago and it is still running, you know, like that's a winner. That That is something you want to try to replicate. Right. Okay, okay next question. So those links are all in the comments too. Also want to remind everyone about the giveaway. Uh, you can write hashtag Wheel of Kelsey in the comment sections to enter to win a free Facebook audit uh, from Marin. So uh, check that out. Um, again, that's just hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Write that in the comment sections to get entered. And um, yeah, Claudia had a similar question, so I think we can skip that. But is there a Facebook ad for dummies course somewhere for people who are brand new to Facebook ads? You would recommend starting with the Facebook Blueprint? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, great. All right. Um, 
this is more of a comment from cool hands 99 i've played a little with ads and i struggle to fully understand how the targeting budget per day and variations of a single ad all really work um i'm not sure if there's anything you want to yeah, add i mean to I, this. I can comment uh, so like all of those things you can find in the Facebook ad blueprint, but once you kind of like go through that, everything would be kind of like more understandable. Uh, let's say on a campaign level, you are choosing your objectives. So like whether you want video views, whether you want purchases, or whether you want just engagement. When you choose an objective on the ad set level, you choose your targeting. So let's say if I'm selling, a, I don't know, uh, let's say a brand that is in the skincare, they're selling some serum or stuff like that. So my my initial thought would be, okay, who is using the serum? Those are like probably women more than men. So we'll try to target women that are kind of like, let's say between 20 and 50 that are interested in skincare because that's my assumption that age group and people who are interested in that, who are in that interest targeting are going to convert the easiest so like that's all set up on the on the asset level you can go uh, as low as possible i think on some of the campaigns you can go like one buck one dollar per day there are some campaigns that require five dollar per day per asset and then on the ad level you just kind of like select a couple of variation whether your headline or uh, Im different images on one you can show the product itself on the other you can show person using the product on third you can uh, show a, a, an, an end goal of a person using the product and you can combine it with the different headlines one can be like benefit related one can be ingredients related one can be discount related so and after a while you see uh, what kind of like what combination is getting you most clicks and then you kind of like make more iteration of that add and you just try to maximize your efficiency that way okay okay great um okay this one is from claudia uh, so are you saying if we sell a product that costs 30 to 35 dollars it wouldn't be worth running on facebook ads so i would not say it's not worth running we have one client that is selling 50 dollars uh kind of like games for kids but what we do then we kind of like as Norm said, we combine we combine that into a bundle. So, like we combine three best-selling products. So the kind of uh, AOV ends up being forty-five, which kind of like allows ourselves to kind of like spend more on the ad, to kind of uh, to have higher cost per acquisition because we know that people are gonna end up buying that bundle, which kind of like gives us more uh, room in terms of profit. Uh, obviously, you could have like success even without the bundling, but it would be a bit harder. As I said, like cost of ads is kind of increasing every year. Uh, market is being more saturated. Uh, it's hard to kind of like dif differentiate if you do not have like a good uh, price point. Okay, awesome. Uh, next question is from Rad. Uh, can we advertise? say if they buy one of our products they can get another other complimentary product for less um i mean bundle sale uh so basically with facebook uh ads you have an option to show an ad to your existing buyers as well so you can let, let's say if you are in a jewelry niche 
and someone bought, let's say, a necklace from you, you can say, okay, so all, all of the people that bought necklace, I can show them now earring ad or ring ad because you know someone who bought from you trust you they love the product so potentially you can add a, a product that is more let's say a cross sell to kind of like get them to buy that secondary product okay great uh we just have two more questions uh from chuck is the strategy to increase ad spend once you find the target demographic that converts yeah, definitely. So like when you have something that's working, you want to double down on that. Of course, you don't want to kind of like increase budget from 10 bucks to 100 bucks. You want to kind of like increase it gradually. Uh, and if you're still seeing success after increasing, um, let's say if you increase from 10 to 20 and you're still see seeing good results, that's a sign you can increase more. Okay. And then our last question is from Rad. Um, are Facebook Reels more effective than TikTok? Um, have you tried TikTok at all? Yeah, I, I'm running TikTok more? ads as well for some of the clients. Uh, I would not say that like they are that one of the other is kind of like more effective. Uh, the thing is on tech on TikTok, TikTok there's kind of like only one placement basically of feed. On Facebook, you have multiple placement. You have Facebook feed. You have um, messenger placement, you have Instagram feed, you have Instagram story, you have Instagram reel. So let's say Instagram reel is only just one of the potential placement on uh, on Facebook. The same thing between reels, the same thing for reels and uh, TikTok is they require a same uh, type of creative, which is nine by 16, uh, which is vertical. So my suggestion is definitely test each of those instagram introduced that that reel because they saw a success of tiktok they want to replicate it so they are kind of like relying a lot of in into that uh real placement so that is definitely a placement to test your ads as well all right great so i want to let everyone know like if you learned something new from today's episode make sure you give us a thumbs up and uh, we got one last question that snuck in. Maybe Norm, this is more for you, but should I run ads to send external traffic to Amazon, hoping to rank better because you're sending external traffic, even if you aren't worrying about getting sales? Do you want to start off with that, Marin? So I'm not sure that I understand the question. Should I run ads to external traffic to Amazon? Okay, um, I, I can take this one. So I think, uh, Claudia, you're talking about, first of all, uh, doing some ranking, also running external traffic. So if you're running external traffic over to Amazon right now, um, there's definitely an advantage. Uh, there's an advantage because of the referral bonus program. So Amazon is rewarding people. They're giving them a 10% credit uh, on any sales that are made. So if you think about it, uh, external or Facebook ads could be costly. Uh, you know, depending on your split testing and, and doing different types of ads. But at the end of the day, you're getting 10% credit uh, back for that. So sending traffic over, great. If you're, um, will the traffic help convert? Yes. Um, now, this is where it could be a little bit different. Depending on who I'm talking to, um, even with our own clients, uh, what we try to figure out is, do we direct, do we 
we run to a landing page and either running traffic over to Amazon direct um, and just running a bunch of traffic. Hopefully it converts uh, because of the great sale. Uh, or if we want to eliminate the tire kickers and get high converting traffic, uh, we will send it over to a landing page. It'll be kind of more of a page, like a somewhat of a funnel to get people to go over uh, and then buy the product. So what happens there is that the this will draw any any obstacle. So any page, or if you have to go to multiple pages your traffic's gonna drop off tremendously. So that's one thing you have to consider. However, the traffic that's moving forward becomes more and more and more of a captivated audience that's gonna convert because they actually wanna see your product. And if that's the case and it's converting more, your ad dollars for your PPC account is actually gonna come down on Amazon as well. So there are bonuses for, for doing that. I recommend, um, we call it a traffic blitz, but taking external traffic and driving it over, especially during fourth quarter, over to your Amazon products. Now, I also, um, it's a whole different strategy when we're talking PPC. We'll be talking about this more um, over the next week about setting up those campaigns. I, uh, I actually try to keep the price around the same for PPC, but maybe there's a special coupon that you use for your Facebook traffic to drive people over to your site. Anyways, that's a, that's a topic for another story uh, for another day, but hopefully I answered that. Okay. Is there any negative repercussions that you could have for your ranking? If you send a bunch of traffic and it doesn't convert to Amazon? I, I've seen, I've seen it where, um, we were doing some uh, bracelets and they're probably listening right now, but they didn't listen when I said, please don't do any marketing without telling me. So what did they do? They sent 180,000 people over <laughs> to Amazon. Very, very few converted uh, because they liked buying it off of their website. They had 180,000 people that bought from their website not from Amazon. And what, what ended up happening is they went from like, I think it was 43% conversion rate on Amazon. It was incredibly high down to 0.08%. Killed them. <laughs> Killed it. And yeah, that did affect it. Okay. So that's uh, it for questions. Um, if there's any last entries for the Wheel of Kelsey, make sure you enter now. Um, we just have a few more minutes before that starts. So again, write hashtag Wheel of Kelsey uh, to win a free Facebook ad account audit. We'll be choosing one lucky winner at the end of today's episode. So uh, anything else, Norm? I, I think that's good. I think there was a lot of interesting uh, topics that came up today, a few nuggets that came out, and uh, definitely something. like I, I like you gave three points here, four points there, easy to follow. So people that are that listen to this, it'll be definitely easier for you to set up and um, manage your Facebook uh, campaigns. So if you do have any other questions about that, please feel free uh, putting it into the community, into our Facebook group. And uh, Maren, we're going to try to see if we can get you to join it. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like a plan. All right. Very good. So I think just before we go over to the Wheel of Kelsey, let's have one more word from our sponsor. Have you got as far as you can using automated tools to manage your advertising? 
but know that there's so much more you could be doing. Maybe you don't know where to start or how to improve your Amazon advertising. Why not talk to ClearAds, an Amazon certified partner with over five years of experience in moving beyond automation campaigns to sophisticated and proven advertising approaches that are far more effective for larger scale Amazon sellers. ClearAds prides itself on being an extension of your business, providing insights into how to achieve results and ensures that you are able to understand the approaches taken and how they work for your business. Talk to ClearAds today and let them know you heard about them on the Lunch with Norm podcast and get a free audit and see how ClearAds can work with you to build your business today. All right. So I think it's that time. Marin, you've never seen the Wheel of Kelsey. Um, before we get nuts. to that, um, Marin, is there, how do people get a hold of you? Oh, true. Uh, they can definitely reach out to me on LinkedIn or Twitter or on the website. I think that we'll, we have, we'll have that in the show notes. Uh, on Twitter, I'm actually most active. I'm sharing kind of like some tips and tricks regarding the Facebook ads on a daily basis to help other advertisers, to help other brands. So that's probably where you can reach me the easiest. Okay, very good. Okay, great. I'll be dropping those links uh, in just a second. And uh, here we go. Wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. All right. So thank you, everyone, who entered today's Wheel of Kelsey. We do this every single podcast. So if you missed out today, make sure you come back for the next episode and uh, we'll get everyone in. So want to make sure I got everyone. Yep. All right. So I'll give this a spin and let's see who today's winner is. Chuck. Chuck is the All winner. Right, Chuck. Congratulations. Congrats. I'll send you the information for everything and, uh, Thanks again for entering, everyone. Okay. So I think that's it for today. Marin, you're off the hook. Thank you. Thank you, Norm, for having it. It was a pleasure. I hope that your audience learned something about Facebook ads and that some of them are going to be more inclined to try Facebook ads after this podcast. Very good. All right, sir. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. And I hope everybody enjoyed today's episode. Uh, Kelsey, where are you, sir? All right, yes. Um, great episode again. And I took, I was definitely taking notes. I got a, a bunch, I got a pen and paper next to me, so I definitely learned something too. And uh, yeah, and Monday we actually have a great guest, he's coming back. I know he's one of your favorites, Norm. It's uh, uh, Steve Wiedemann. Oh man, I am so, so uh, excited, Steve. Yeah, you're right. He is one of my favorite. If you've never heard any of the episodes uh, that Steve's been on, he is the SEO guy. Like he is so intelligent. He makes things so easy and he's just a giver. So he's willing to share anything. Um, he's given away courses on this show. Um, he's a great guy. He, he's one of my favorite guys. And since our podcast, we've had questions and it's like, yeah, like just, all of a sudden you get an email back. Yep. Oh, here's your problem solved. He's just, anyways, I said enough. Uh, 
he's just a, a really great guy. I cannot tell you if you've never heard Steve talk, join us, let your friends know he's going to be on. Um, he's worked with almost you name the fortune 500 company. He's worked with them with SEO. So very, very insightful. All right. Fantastic. And that's Monday at 12 PM Eastern time. And, uh, don't forget to smash those like buttons and, uh, Join our Facebook group down below. That's Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective. And if you're watching from YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, it's great to see everyone. Happy Friday. And I think that's it for us. All right. And one thing I should have mentioned earlier on, uh, Remembrance Day. Today's Remembrance Day and just wanting to thank everybody who's fought for this country, gave their lives for the country. Uh, these countries, Canada, Anyway, it is 11 and I just wanted to make note that we uh, that we do something. And uh, anyways, just remember, remember the vets. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.